the streets of Vegas Season three, episode four with my man T Rab, man. If I gotta say this is probably the longest overdue one. <laughs> we did a That's couple a of shows, but I don't know, man. We finally caught up in it. It's happening in quarantine mode, man. So we're gonna get it in, man. This is uh this cat man has been putting it in in, in the in these streets of Vegas, man, on the music scene for a long time, man, for a minute plenty of mixtapes, plenty of albums all over North, the North Las Vegas, Vegas in general. Uh, you know, his resume and body of work speaks for itself, man. So we, we really gonna get into it, man. Really get into to depth and detail about his whole career, his journey, his path and where he's at now. So first of all, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Right. Hey, I appreciate you having me. I'm good. Yeah, Life is yeah. well. You know, I can't complain. Yeah, man. We, I appreciate you having me. I don't know why we just, it took so long, but it's, uh, we in here now, man. So, and now we, like, like we in quarantine, we on Zoom or whatever. So how's things, how's things out there in LA now? Man? How long you been out there now? I've been to LA for about a year. Mm-hmm. Came out here pretty much like, pretty much almost a year to the date. I came out here around this time last year. Okay. But, um, it's been cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, nothing like Vegas. I go ahead, gotta put that out there. Ain't nothing like Las Vegas, but it's been a great experience. It's yeah, great making experience the, made so the adjustment, made the adjustment and everything is, is cool yeah, and stuff, yeah. yeah. Weather, weather is definitely different, huh? It ain't as hot, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weather is beautiful. It's like, yeah. it's like usually like these last like, you know, a few weeks or whatever, it's like 70 degrees throughout mm-hmm. the day. You really can't beat that. I do miss the heat. Like, I like it being hot outside. You don't really yeah. get it hot like that. And of course it's cooler at nighttime, but the weather, you know, the weather's fine. Yeah. You can't, you straight can't straight uh beach beach weather, man. Huh? Right, right, exactly, exactly. Well, how does how does that work for your um does it put you in a different mood creatively, being in a different environment, a new environment? Like does it put you in another mm. mood creatively? It's, it's definitely a different vibe out here, but you know, with the whole quarantine and everything, I haven't been able to really navigate the city to really get that atmosphere in. Okay. But, okay. you know, I, feel, I do feel like the music that I'm making at this time is a little... The other Sunday had to put in some work. Northam staying trying to get off a bird. Curl to curve from my whip out the purge. Come out the guy. The only way you smacking if she drunk a high. Hold on. Call the FBI. It probably would have been different either way. You know, as time progressed, you know, you you know, yeah, you, you yeah. mold into a different artist, but it is a different, a different vibe. You know what yeah, I mean? It's a more yeah. chill, more laid back, you know, that type of you know energy. Okay, okay. And speaking of music and and um, you know, evolving and stuff, we we're gonna take it back. And what what would you say was your initial inspiration, man, for, for getting in the game initially? Um for rhyme, like rhyming in general. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was, you know, me, me growing up and seeing you doing it, mm-hmm. or you know, me being, you know, immersed in music all that time. But I, I know early on it was something that I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember that, like the, like the actual thing that was like, okay, I want to write, I want to start. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, it just, just kind of happened, man. Huh? Yeah, just being around that much music. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. And I know, really, in, in like. Um, the Cheyenne days played a big part. That was kind of like a, 
But even would you say even before the high school? Would you say even like yeah, middle school? Because uh, when I first think about it, so if if I want to try to pinpoint a time where I started taking it a little more seriously, mm-hmm. I can say kind of early on in high school, mm-hmm. and that was um, Joseph. You know, I used to, I used to run you know running with Joseph and Gary, mm-hmm. and oh yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. time when we like this probably maybe ninth or tenth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph and, and Joseph and Gary was like they going they try to trying to come up with like a rap group, right? Joseph was in something too. Yeah, I remember yeah. That. yeah, okay. So Joseph, Gary, me, uh, Jabari at the time. Jabari wow. was kind of in and out. Jab, uh, jab, yeah, jab go back, me. man. Shout out jab, to Jab. I mean, jab, Jab, Tawa. I'm saying Jabari because back then it was yeah. Jabari. That's what yeah, it was. Jab, Tawa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Hayes. He was Jay Hayes back then. Wow. So, um, Joe had came to me and was like, "Yo, we we trying to put together a group." Mm-hmm. And you the only one that really know how to rap. Like you can rap already. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, Jab Jab was was nice, but they was kind of like like just starting out. Mm-hmm. And I had never really made songs, but I could freestyle. Mm-hmm. So they was like, "Well, you the only one that already know how to rap." So like you got to be a part of the group. So that's yeah. how everything kind of like that kind of spurred it. So uh, we started doing our thing. Joseph kind of fell back. You know, Joseph mm-hmm. had a lot going on. He already yeah. had kids and all yeah. that at the time. So yeah. he kind of fell back. Mm-hmm. Jab was doing his own thing, so it was really just me and Gary. That's mm-hmm. how it ended up. That's how the whole block burners. Block burners. I remember the block burners because yeah, he was like the yeah. last ones left. I was still yeah. rhyming, so I, so I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. I'm at, you I'm look back at, uh, like that. Yeah. That, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Man. That, like that's the whole you know how everything started. So um, I was going to Gary house, mm-hmm. and Gary had like the computer, the computer USB mic. It looked like a lapel Did mic he? or some shit. Yeah, yeah we, we was recording on that. Like we was hey, making music on that. Yeah, you got to do what so, you got. So, you got to do what you use yeah. what you can. So yeah, yeah, that was like the my earlier like recording and we making music and all that. And at that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. you was doing your thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't even feel like what I was doing was legit enough to even come to you. Like, hey, yo, we trying to record at the crib because you had the whole setup at the crib. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I'm recording yeah. that. I'm recording that Gary, you know, Gary spot because we we still trying to get it together. I feel get like it we're still trying to get yeah, right. Yeah. So we was working and we working and I start I started to really kind of like catch my little stride, and mm-hmm. that was. That was was like the transition into me making my first tape and me mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, I'm I'm asking you, show me how to use Cool Letter Pro. Show me how to yeah, use cool, yeah, I was already yeah. messing with FL at the time. You had already put mm-hmm. me on the FL. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to mess with FL. So I know FL a little bit, but also you showing me how to, you know, the different recording programs and all that. And that's how I end up getting off into, you know, the truth yeah. mixtape. That's why <laughs> Gary, like Gary, I think Gary is the only feature on there with the uh we have a song. I think I think that's on that same tape. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. one or two, but mm-hmm. that was all that same time period. He was he got a feature on there on the first. I think I, think, I don't know if it's the first one or the second one. Like that, but he was around in that time. Huh? He was yeah. around that time. We made wow, music during that time. That is but he was crazy. Like, so they like so just like the neighborhood homies was a big a big like catalyst in that because I was always rhyming. I was always you know the people start beatboxing. I'm freestyling mm-hmm. and lunch and all mm-hmm. that, but I never was really making songs. Yeah, yeah, that was a different thing. Yeah, and then speaking yeah, yeah. about that that first project, what, what was it? The true is that the one we had that we uh, sent off for the covers and all that? The first one, facts, facts yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Truth. the one yeah. that was kind of like a black dark background and kind of yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. classic one though. That that was a banger. Yeah, you know, that, that was, was my first. You know, that was the you know the first day out. You know, looking yeah. back on it, it's like man, it's like it was terrible. But when I when I think about it, I'm like it's 
it, it was kind of you know wild for it to be my first tape, mm -hmm. and I'm producing on it. I'm right. recording all the songs. Yeah, you know, so it, it was a big leap, and you know that was a huge me. leap. That yeah, was my huge. ascension in the yeah. rapping. So yeah, yeah. For, for sure, for sure. Mm. When did you think we you think the production part started coming up? Because I know like back in that whole mixtape era where Cass was just rapping over beats. So when did you feel right. like I want to try my hand at the producing aspect of it? Like when did that part start coming about? You think for me at that time, because I was all I was making beats before I was really writing rap. So mm -hmm. I was already incorporating that, you know, you know, day one. Mm -hmm. But of course, over time I got better and better with the production to where it's like. I get to the point to where I'm making whole tapes where it's just me producing. Right. But it was, yeah. but it was always, it was always a me learning that first. It was always a part of my music was the whole, you know, the whole production thing. Mm. And you killed that FL studio. I, I still can't do some of the stuff you're doing in there. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't take off with it, man. I had everything, but I just couldn't learn it like that, man. Is yeah. that your even to this day? Is that your preferred weapon of choice, the FL studio? Yeah, that yeah, that's definitely my medium. Of course, I, I use the machine here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, we know to do certain things, but what's crazy is, you know, the, uh, you know, the alleged, you know, cracked uh, file you gave me, yeah. that's the same, you feel me? The that's same, the same one I've been using. That's and crazy. It was crazy. I was talking to my, uh, I was talking to the homie. He had sent me, um, I got a beat from him and mm -hmm. he sent it to me so I can edit it or do whatever I wanted to do to it. And mm -hmm. I couldn't even open it up cause I had, I had the old version of FL oh. and, I, and I didn't even realize it cause I'm like in my own bubble with doing my mm -hmm. thing, like, mm -hmm. I'm on FL9, they like on FL21. 20, 20 some, yeah, 20. <laughs> right. And so, you know, like, because it, it's not the same, you can't even open it nowadays? You can't You can't even open it because it, it's too far behind. Oh, so what did you have to do? What did you have to do? I couldn't even open it up. Like, I'm, I'm, really? I'm getting I'm, I'm getting FL now just be, just so I can do that. Be know, up to date. Collab yeah. on, uh, you yeah. know, Instead of somebody sending you the whole stems, you actually mm -hmm. have the project to where you can mm -hmm. edit inside of the project. So, oh, so that's you can go be, back and change something and arrange exactly. something like it. Okay. Instead of you know, because usually they're sending stems and you guys try to chop everything up piece by piece. But mm -hmm. a lot of people was tripped out because I'm like they couldn't believe I'm making all this on FL nine. You know oh, what nine, I mean? Yeah, and that's why I always say it's not what you have; it's the person behind it. You right, know what I mean? Right. It's not the, it's not the, it's the, like you can, that's how Ninth Wonder took off. They couldn't believe he was doing it. So it's just about mastering what you got. Man, that is crazy. Yeah, they is, they is like on FL 22. Yeah, they in the 20. They, yeah, they in the 20s right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't man. even know because I never, I never was using, you know, the, the legit, you know, now yeah, I mean, the legit but one. Hey, but I'm, yeah, you know, that it, was that that was that software crack era. Right. <laughs> yeah, the crack. So I didn't even I didn't even know they was that far along. I'm like, Man. wow, bro. I know so I've I'm, seen I mean, a couple of them. I'm like, I don't that stuff probably it probably do so much nowadays, you probably ain't even gonna realize how much stuff right. they do nowadays. Yeah, you did take off and then it kind of helped develop. What would you say like your um you kind of came up with a unique sound too? Is that the sound we start to hear on like the water joints? And stuff like mm. that. That was kind of like you crafted a, your own kind of production style too, huh? And what, yeah, for what me, was that influenced I, like, by? Uh, me starting out, me just using FL starting out. It was um, I, I never, I didn't, I didn't really have a music background to be playing instruments and all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, music is all I got, nigga. Uh, you think you gonna take my spot, nigga? Don't sleep, don't sleep, I don't drink. The easiest thing for me to understand was drums, drums okay, and percussion okay. and all that. That always made sense to me. Always, that always was something for me to ease, like easily understand. Mm -hmm. And let's get it popping, let's get it popping, pop, let's get it popping, let's get it popping, pop. pop, pop.
It's that nigga with the half moon season. In that era, when I was doing my thing, it was, you know, Pharrell, Timberland. Right, because your joints uh, had cool that bounce. Yeah, um, yeah. Chuck Swiss. Swiss. Yeah, Chuck English was going crazy. Okay. Right, right. Definitely, Chuck definitely English from uh, what was the yeah. name of the board? Uh, E40 and all that. Yeah, E40. It was it was like that's what it's it's like Even a mixture cool of all of that. Cool kids, cool kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It, it had that. Yeah, that hype. He that he, bounce. Like, he he had that, and um, it was a bouncing. I'm trying to think of uh, it was another Pack Deal. It was a group called Pack Deal, and they Pack Deal like that okay. also. It had I remember that, them. I remember them. Yeah, yeah like a yeah. different unorthodox. Drum heavy, bass heavy, mm -hmm. um, and for me it was it, it gave the lyrics more room. Okay, you know okay. to kind of like you know to kind of do their thing and kind of breathe and where you can hear mm -hmm. every word and all of that. That was the way you structured the track. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right, man. right. That, that stuff. I'm like, okay, he got his own. He got his own sound now, man. You know, it, it's definitely different, man. Um, yeah, man, it, it got that bounce. How was it doing like some of those early shows? Like, uh, don't hate the water. Word to my aqua apes, I still lace the water. Oh. But like a lifeguard, you watched over the water. Damn. You just a reservoir trying to take part of the water. Overflow with water. I was oh. born in the desert where it's hard to find water. Oh. Yeah. That city held that piranha infest the water where you gotta watch your back. Give these snakes in the water. You know, because I know you started out doing the shows at uh, what was it, Daddy Max or something like that? What was it? Uh, you know, the one Even place before that was uh, uh, the first one was that it was at the taco spot across from UNLV. Oh yeah, uh, that was popping. That was yeah, popping, it was taco. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think yeah. they closed down now, but that they was did. like they that did. was my first experience performing in front of a crowd. Really? Yeah. That was that was yeah. nuts. what was what was what was out? What did you have out around that time? Like, was it in the second tape or what? What was out? Uh, that was, that was like, um, tell me when to go. Era, All that like, era. Okay. Yeah. So this probably like, uh, the difference too, like right the in difference between, too. Okay. right in between okay. the difference too and money making rap, like that, okay. like time period in between. Okay. In between that. Yeah. 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 That was, a, that was a big leap too. And, and speaking of, uh, money making rap, that was one of my favorite tapes too. It's, it's hard to like, when you, uh, you know, raid uh, albums against albums, but Money Making Rab is always up there to me. What what was the inspiration behind that, man? Paid in full. That was hey, yeah. That was that yeah. That's all it was. Like you know, Paid in Full. I, that was one of my favorite movies. I'm watching even from every day. even from the cover. Like the cover right, was right. just ill. It was like simple. It was clean and it was ill. And that that whole it was like that was like an audio movie. That was like right. A, Appreciate it. Yeah. That was my that was my first take at like doing the concept project for real. Mm -hmm. You know what like I mean? Concept, like top to yeah. bottom. Yeah, the concept. That that was, man. It, it's still some bangers on there, man. From the uh, from the grinding freestyle. You know, right, just all right. about the money. Like that. That's that was one of the, 
you know, you know, top first uh, favorite, you know, bodies of work. And uh, Jordan Fives. That Jordan Fives. That was yeah, a big song yeah. for me at that time. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was on a, that a tape. Definitely big it? record. Jordan yeah, Fives, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. How many Jordan records did you do? Because it was like, that was like Water. You did a series of them kind of like, didn't you? Right, right. I had a few. I think I think it's, uh, I had a Jordan Threes, a mm -hmm. Jordan Fives. So on, I think, I, I think uh, on a difference, mm -hmm. I can't I think the song was just called Shoes. And then I had a Jordan 3s, a Jordan 5s, then I got Jordan 8s. That's like okay. the last one that I put out, the sweep joint. Okay. Yeah. And it was kind of like customary to put one almost on every tape, almost like a continuation right. of it or something like that. Yeah. 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 Each, each tape usually have either that, either a Jordan joint or, or a water joint on. Mm, okay. Yeah, that, that that's wild, man. And then we go, we go to um arguably probably yo at the top, which is the poster behind you, the art always, man. Now, now they explain, explain right, that right. whole, that whole process from. Putting that project together and how that how that experience was because that was that probably was like one of the biggest looks that was that was a major you know what I'm saying I seen the whole yeah. rollout for that man I, I seen the whole facts, rollout facts. for that that art always is like that's like the illmatic or like the reasonable doubt right that yeah you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but um at that time right right before I, I started putting that together that's when I first linked up with Christian. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna and, speak on that too. Okay. Yeah. And I had you already know I I'd already um I had met Christian like a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. And that was working together before then. Like that was kind of working together like yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he wasn't he like he made the artwork for the difference too. He was already really? around in that time period. Yeah. So mm -hmm. okay. he kind of like he got started getting involved. That's when he like he the one who uploaded you know the tape to all of the uh, the streaming sites. I mean, okay, the back then it was like the, the blog hosting sites or whatever the case. Okay, media fire and all that like that that era. Mm -hmm. um, and he came to me around that time. I was in front of Stussy. Mm -hmm. and he was saying like, you know, um, I want to manage you. And he like a kid at the time. He like young. I think maybe yeah, twelfth grade or just graduated or something Dang. like that. But he was like, yo, like. You know, I want I want to manage you, and he was already doing the, uh, the photography thing. He was mm -hmm. getting into videography, mm -hmm. so I'm like, man, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I already yeah. had already been doing my thing at that time, but it was like I just needed something to kind of push me over the edge to and, the next level. To the time, next level, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we started locking in, and the, the first project, I mean, the first uh, song that we, uh, you know, video that we put together was the 30k joint. 30k, that, yeah, like, yeah. Me going to that space. Mm -hmm. And this is actually, you know, around the same time, like I'm doing shows, I'm going back and forth to LA. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm mm -hmm. going to visit, you know, different art museums and all of that. Mm -hmm. And that was when I started getting the idea of like, um, me being an artist and an artist in the sense that, cause this is, that was like when the music was, was kind of make like making a change and okay. artists was going in different directions. Right. And I kept thinking that I want, I wanted to make something that was timeless. I didn't mm -hmm. want to try to, keep mm -hmm. up with the trends or make mm -hmm. something that was currently or what's going on right now. I was at the whole, my whole mindset was, I want to make this a work of art. That's something that's going to, you know, 
uh, outlive me. You feel me? Right, so, a literal work of art. Whole, yeah, mm-hmm. facts, facts. Mm-hmm. So that was my whole idea. Like during that project, it was like, how would an artist look at this? How would a mm-hmm. how would Clyde Monet look at this? How would yeah. that was before like all the different you know everybody was doing the art references and all right. That. It like, was. I remember it was before it was that whole so, wave. Yeah, it was before that. It wave. came yeah. out. Of course, it came out in fourteen, but it was that was a project that I worked on for a good amount of time so really it was that that but it was just the art in general that had just inspired that whole idea and mm. made that city what it was and this and that was and art always is um my best project in my opinion mm-hmm. but it's also the only time i've i've made an album it's the only time that right. i sat down mm-hmm. and consciously made the effort of i'm making an album right now other than that right. it's, it's a mixtape or it's a body of work of me just doing my thing but that was mm-hmm. That was like in my eyes, like this is my this is my album, album. yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is my project, straight up. Yeah, that that was just that was phenomenal, man. And you got records like, you know, like you said, the 30k. It was the one y'all shot up in Mount Charleston, wasn't it? Right, right. Get well, Nelson. Mandela gotta raise our standards. Niggas what they call me. Nigga, what they call you too. Red lights and blue lights. Whoa, whoa. Get about the car, you too. Why they want us all in cages? Cause if you speak up, then you rage. It's like we slaves either way. A nigga bell about 30K. That was that was crazy. And then you got the, the city on my shoulders joint. I mean, like, man, that was Here's another Sam I am and Ron Dizzle. Yeah, yeah. Real hip hop experience. Yo, it's hot nine seven five. We got a world premiere going down today. The young homie, the Vegas native, he goes by T-Rab, T-Rab the truth. I just hit up two-tone like I need a session. Hello, hello. These niggas been rapping for 10 years, but they been progressing. But they been progressing. My nigga, don't ask for a feature, you might learn the lesson. You might learn the lesson. I got more verses than the West got churches, I might be a reverend. That was for the city, but that, that was so ill. I remember the clip of y'all in the studio when y'all was coming up with the track. And right, then, who right. was the who was the cat that you was working on with the track? Uh, uh, Blair, Blair North. Blair, Blair North, right? Yeah, that was just man. That sound was just like sonic, man. That that was. That and he was like, and bro, bro is a genius. Like yeah. he's a genius. So and then yeah. the crazy thing was, um, I had I had originally because you know that that's they that we re flipped the. Uh, at first, it was a Soldier Boy song, and then mm-hmm. uh, Jay Z and. Jay Electronica did it, and mm-hmm. um, I can't remember what the, what the uh, nigga we made it that that mm-hmm. joint. Oh yeah, nigga we made it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. that record, mm-hmm. and I had I had I'm at I'm at work at the time, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm writing to the instrumental where that nigga we made it. Like really, I'm writing. I come I think up with Soldier Boy and Drake or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. I think yeah, it was, I think it was like them that. first. Yeah, okay. So I so I come up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, it's just I come up with a 16. I feel like the six because if I get into like the little flow, the same flow that they was using, I the get into cadence, that little joint. The cadence yeah, yeah. was just was nuts, so I, man. I catch I, I, I catch that wave and I, I'm like just going on and on. I come mm-hmm. up with it and I get with Christian, I get with Blair North. Christian, the one that linked me up with Blair, and we all in the okay. studio. And I'm spitting my my shit over that shit. And they was like, this shouldn't be a freestyle. Like, nigga, we need to make this, this a song. Be a this need to be yeah. its own thing. So yeah, yeah. that nigga, you feel me? Blair went and got the, you feel me, the original sample. Did he? Reflipped the whole, like the whole joint. And that, cause the beat is like a whole, that the beat is way better than the <laughs> the, the first Man. like flip of that. Like the Soldier Boy and them, like version of that beat is not, it ain't nowhere near Blair version of that mm. beat. Like, 
Okay. So he took different parts of the sample, mm -hmm. you know, redid it, did all of that. You feel me? Had the, the B switch up halfway he had it, through. Man, he had it crazy, like, man. He, he wow. had it crazy. So yeah. then we, we I, had, I had Impact throw the hook on it. Yeah, know, Impact was, did he, he was the singing cat on it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. That, like that was just, so all, all the right just, elements was in place for that, man. That, that was fast. just, that was, that was, and that was one of them joints we, I knew, like, I knew as soon as I recorded it, like, just the whole, like, when I came with the second verse and me talking all the UNLV stuff and all mm -hmm. of that, I'm like, yeah, this, is, this yeah. is one of them joints. This that them that joints. resonated with a lot of people, the the, the right. UNLV, you know. Uh, and then how y'all had the intro, Jerry, it was just like, every time right. you hear it, you just be like, man, dude, that, that's that's crazy though. And so was Blair, Blair North, was he from the North? Was he really from the North? Yeah, yeah, Blair, Blair went to Cheyenne with me. He a little mm -hmm. bit younger than me. And, uh, and Blair always been like, he always been like more of like a to himself type of person, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. he's a, he's a big like person in the city. He's a, a big person outside of the city. He's done a lot of production for a lot of major people. Like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of tracks and stuff he didn't put down. Like he Man. got, he didn't got, he got joints with Gibb, Freddie Gibbs. He got joints really? with Currency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. He got a, he got a, you know, um, a, a, a crazy resume and that yeah. was just working with him early. I can already, imagine. Like he had that like ear. Low key. He had that ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blair had a he had a lot of joints on um on our ways. Mm, yeah, that that's crazy. How what how was the um how did the culture of of the North, um uh, like you think affect you you know growing up in the North and stuff? How did that affect your music and just like everything you think the impact of that that uh, growing up in the North, you know, because y'all had I mean, like y'all own little area which was kind of different from Northtown or West Side Vegas. Right, right, it, was, right. it was like, y'all had your own pocket, man. So how was that growing up with that? Y'all was like a, on a whole nother vibe, man. Um, of course, you know, me living in the North when I was younger, that was kind of, you know, a lot of influence, just seeing the different things, filling out the, you know, the area and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved like more towards like, what you would call like the new North. Yeah, further North. Um, mm -hmm. I, you have, you know, you have that experience again. And, mm -hmm. and of course, I'm still back and forth, you know, to the West side, because, mm -hmm. you know, that's where grandma at or me going right. to summer camp at Doolittle or whatever the case, mm -hmm. and me seeing those different worlds. Mm -hmm. And also seeing like, you know, when it got to the point to where I'm going to Cheyenne and all of that. Okay. It was a, uh, it was, it was kind of like a disconnect between the people who would say they from the West side and then mm -hmm. the people who would say, you know, I'm from Northtown. Mm -hmm. You know, some of it, you know, was it was the gang culture. Right, some of it was, right. you know, people just felt like the West Side was cooler than Northtown or whatever mm -hmm. the case. Mm -hmm. But it was crazy to see. And I started to realize, like, I mean, this is North Las Vegas. This is, right. uh, you know, and that was kind of like the start of shaping my thinking was that um, that division of like, mm -hmm. you had people, you had you had some people faking, trying to say they from the West Side. And you got mm -hmm. other people that was disrespected if you said they was from the West Side. And they right. in, that's when I started to see that. And of course, you know, the, like I said, the gang culture that's going on at Cheyenne, mm -hmm. all these different mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And that started to kind of like, um, kind of like change my mind and and, and kind of like, and of course, the, just, the, just the influence of how, how people dress and how people talk and that Yeah, whole, that yeah, whole like gambit. the skateboard culture was real big. Yeah, yeah so y'all had and, your own, own mixture of all kind of stuff going on. Exactly, it was no, like, it was yeah. a whole like melting pot and um, the music, I started mm -hmm. to hear a lot of different, you know, artists doing their thing musically, mm -hmm. but I didn't really hear any artists talking about Northtown. You know what I mean? Even yeah, the people yeah. who, in this area, a lot of them, they would say Westside. You know yeah, what I mean? They or wasn't really they, repping the North like that, was Yeah, it? or it was yeah, just okay. Vegas. It was just okay. Vegas. It yeah, wasn't, you know what yeah, I mean? It wasn't, yeah. um, I feel like just at that younger age, 
Um, I feel like the the North was kind of like looked down upon. It was like yeah, it had yeah, like a negative yeah, connotation of like yeah, it's the bad part yeah, of town or you don't want to yeah. go over there or you know what I mean. So um, did, I, I was seeing its... all these different things, you know what I mean, at the same time. But that was kind of how everything started. And then me, you know, linking up with Trey Voorhees and shout out to Trey, you know, yeah, with, yeah. and Yay and mm-hmm. um, uh, D Mob, all of those different people. That was when I that was when I first you know, got to look at uh, the like the the, uh, the skate um, North culture. Okay, okay. Because where I was like, the people I was around, they didn't skateboard and all of that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I didn't really see that code. We was more hooping or whatever the case. We, yeah. Like, niggas had skateboards, but it was like, it was more transportation. They wasn't doing right. tricks. Right, it was their whips. Like, yeah, yeah. They was getting, they, they getting, you know, A to B in them joints. But, right. Um, you know, me linking up with them and them doing that, doing their thing on the mm-hmm. whole music tip. Mm-hmm. And then once you go see the hangout and they had, they had Steve's Park and all of that, mm-hmm. and you start to see, Oh, this is like a whole. This is it's up the street, but it's mm-hmm. like a whole nother world. It's like a I whole mean? other world. Yeah, that's when y'all was recording at the Ford and all that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but you know, but yeah. initially it was um, Josh. You feel me? International. He introduced Josh. Me. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He introduced okay. me to Trey, and mm-hmm. Trey was already doing his thing, and I, I had never heard of Trey. And like I mm-hmm. said, it's crazy because he up the street. He was, and he you was, know what he I mean? was doing his thing. Shout out to he Trey. Five, man. Yeah, he yeah. five Shout minutes away Trey. from me, and I had never heard of him. But he was already doing his thing, like he on the blog sites on Ill mm-hmm. Roots and all, like all the major blogs at that time. And the homie telling me, like, bro, like he's out of here, like he's, you know what I mean? I'm surprised mm-hmm. you never heard of him. That's and he's crazy. the one that introduced me to trade, and mm-hmm. um, that was like it was a whole because it was like um, they was like pro level, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, Trey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all of they was they was they was that next spin, level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean Rose, all of them, they was all mm-hmm. they was all pro level rapping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. SU at the time, SU. SU. Like I, I was seeing him doing this thing in high school, mm-hmm. but when I got kind of more in the North scene, mm-hmm. all of these people are like, it's almost like a, uh, oh no, it was like another level of of, of MCing, and they and all knew elite. each other. It was a yeah, elite they, MC, you know, and they yeah. and they all knew each other. It was like mm-hmm. a like a shooters respect shooters type of thing. Okay. Like y'all don't even, okay. I didn't even know who a lot of these different cats was, but that was, you know, all of this was a part of me getting ingratiated in the whole Northtown culture. Like I was already in it, already was being raised in it, but that was mm-hmm. the first time I was seeing it. And they saying, mm-hmm. I'm from Northtown, you know, mm-hmm. straight up. Like- They was proud to represent it. Okay. Facts, all of them was yeah. on that heavy. Like, of course I was already in there, but that was the first time I was really seeing, you feel me, mm-hmm. MCs doing it like that. Rappers doing it like that. Of right, course yeah, I seen yeah. it. You feel me? The street cats doing that, like nigga, I'm from Northtown, niggas mm-hmm. is tripping, whatever the case. But mm-hmm. it was the first time I had in a course, you know, and you know, it was a lot of, you know, different, you know, rappers before my time that mm-hmm. was talking that Northtown shit, you know, crazy mm-hmm. and was really banging on wax and it was banging. You know, yeah. But for yeah, my was, generation, was, yeah. Yeah. I had never heard niggas talking that Northtown shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So so once I got around them, it was like, damn, like, you know. This Northtown is official. Like it's it, it official. had me, it had me yeah. like yeah. they they gave they gave me that energy to be proud, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, to be from Northtown. Like it mm-hmm. became like, mm-hmm. and that was the that that all like all of that played such a big role to Cheyenne and me being trade mm-hmm. and all that played a big role in that. That's crazy when you look back, man. Cause y'all, y'all really, y'all really put it on the map and it had cats checking, like, okay, what's the Northtown about? You know what I mean? What's like right, what, right. what they got going on? It was like a whole nother. Like you said, a world within a world, but I think all y'all was like, y'all had, y'all swords was nice, y'all lyrics, everybody was tight and it kind of made everybody else elevate their game. 
You know what I mean? So that 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 was crazy. That whole era, man. Thanks. Shout out to Trey. Trey Daz. I was on his um on his Twitch last night. He said, "Man, ask Rav about them beats I sent him." Man, he said, "I said I sent him some beats, man." Right. So we got to <laughs> we talk about it, you know. So, but uh, oh, fact. yeah. That's T- TV TV is he he's very he's very instrumental in uh what I've become as an artist. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Definitely. And even just as a person, like. You know, even back when I wasn't even whipping like that, he taking me back and forth to the studio and yeah, yeah, you know, and um, yeah. and just seeing somebody doing it at that level mm-hmm. is just you. You know how it is when you're an artist when you get around other people who doing the mm-hmm. same thing and they doing that at a high level at a high level. Yeah, it make you yeah. get in your bag and make you step up and make mm-hmm. you you know what I mean come with a different energy and yeah, and yeah. that 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 it was really it was like Gladiator School in the fort. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. Toxic was in there. He was in that time yeah. frame too. Yeah. Y'all Toxic, a- Leroy, Shwiggy, Leroy, yeah, Field, Thelonious, Shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all it was, was deep. Y'all was we all deep. in the stool, and you know that that's when we we uh, was at a, a T crib, and um, we in the, we in the garage recording our shit, TV mm-hmm. recording everything, mm-hmm. and you in there with twenty other people. Mm-hmm. They letting your joint go, and you got every all eyes on you, and you got right. you recording your right. verse. You don't want to be the person taking a thousand takes. Yeah, like it, like it all. Yeah, it, this yeah. all like it like made it made all of us better. It made us mm-hmm, write faster. Mm-hmm, it made us sharper. Mm-hmm. Like everybody got everybody jumped significantly in that time, mm-hmm. skill level wise. I feel like that's crazy that all y'all was in one one thing, man. That, that's crazy Facts. at one point, man. But them early years like that, that that make your career. That make and shape your career, man. Definitely, you know, definitely. You know, that's wild, man. And so you said, yeah, the whole thing working with Christian, man, that was, was something too. Cause he was, he was like yourself. He was a creative too. That can like, y'all both could, you know, had a vision, then y'all could execute that vision too. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, he had the video game type, you know what I mean? All, all that stuff, man. That's straight. Yeah. How did you feel about um, cause you came up kind of like in 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 the mixtape era too. How did you feel about like the mixtape era, that whole run that it that it had? I don't know what kind of happened to it, but it was hot for a minute, like when Wayne was yeah. doing his thing. And how did you feel about that whole era of the game? That's that's my favorite time of music. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite time of music. Me being in high school and Lil Wayne dropping all that music, uh mm. the game beefing with 50 Cent and he yeah. making yeah. Yeah. stop snitching and stop lying, all right. of, like all of that. Mm-hmm. That was that was my favorite, you know, going to take, going to the barbershop, and every mm-hmm. every week is mm-hmm. new. Jada Kiss, new Joe mm-hmm. Budden, new whatever the case. That was my favorite time in in hip hop, just because um, the labels and everything was so strict. But what an artist could do, mm-hmm. you know, when they when they're making their albums, when they when they working with the labels, money that the mixtape was they only free reign and really like this is who I am as an artist for real. Right, and that right. was just some of the best music I've that ever was heard. That was some of the best, and, and was, they was you know? pumping a lot of stuff out. They was pumping a lot of content right. out, man. That was, that was a good era, man. I, I missed that era. Like you got the drama tapes and, you right. know, like Tay all Slay that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was huge. It was man. crazy. Yeah, that, that was huge, man. I definitely missed that era, man, you know. Um, and moving on, I want to ask you about um, Nipsey Hussle. Right, Cause you right. had, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of inspiration, you know, from that, from that, but like, just explain that whole, cause you kind of like was put, put a lot of cats onto him, man, even before, you know, his untimely death, man. Right, and right. Where, where did you kind of like start locking in and checking for Nips? Cause I know you, you know, like he's on his independent thing, just his whole right, thing. Right. So when, when did you really start checking for him like that, man? Uh, the first time I think, I, f- I feel like a lot of people's uh, first experience with Nip 
was when he did this song with Drake. He had a song called Killers with Drake. Killers with Drake, okay. That was okay. the first time I had heard of him. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this, this nigga nice. Him. His, mm-hmm. his flow is crazy. Mm-hmm. It, just, it, it was just so authentically West Coast. It just mm-hmm. gave you that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, it was uh, my homies Ashen, mm-hmm. uh, D-Ran, at the, you feel me, at the time, a kill. Okay. Okay. They was listening to, um, I can't remember the name of the tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I don't know if it was, uh, was I don't want to. No, this this is before that. Before Chris, um, okay. Bullets this without was like, a name or something like he had some. It wasn't that before. far back though. I can't remember the name of the tape, but okay. it was a it had, it had the, the seven days a week joint on there. It was a okay. lot of like um that project, and it was like a mixtape. He was like mm-hmm. rapping over other joints and all of that. Mm-hmm. He had he rapped over the million joint, the Jay Z mm-hmm. joint. Okay, um, okay. But that was like the first time I'm like, bro, this this that that, that was the, the uh, Blue Laces two, I think. Okay, um, okay. That was that was like kind of like my introduction to Nip, and I was like, bro, this is that was that was like that was the music of that time. That was the music mm-hmm. of that era that we was listening to, like when we, you know, going back and forth doing the shows or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what first got me hip to him. Mm-hmm. I started locking in from there. Of course, Crenshaw, mm-hmm. but the the mailbox money. That was when I was like, I'm a, I'm a legit Nip fan now. You okay. know what I mean? I was how already they, rocking with that whole thing. Huh? Yeah, but when he came with the you know the, the, the proud to pay mm-hmm. and all of that, you know, built the hype around the project, and mm-hmm. then when I heard the project, mm-hmm. it was so motivational. Mm-hmm. Just the energy of that CD, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it just put me in a whole whole another mindset. That's when you know you 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 working on your art and you mm-hmm. you know going to work at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing shows. You know, getting done performing at two, three in the morning, then mm-hmm. having to get up at you know five thirty, six in the morning. Right, and right. It, and that's that. That was a soundtrack, you know, to my life at that time. That mm-hmm. mailbox money. That was, that was when. Okay, I'm like I'm diehard nip now. So okay, yeah, and that, and that was early on. Yeah, because I, yeah. I checked for him in Crenshaw. Then I kind of I really didn't check for mailbox money. I, I don't know why, but then I just kind of skipped over and stuff. But uh, that's crazy. So you've been on you was on him for a minute then, huh? Yeah. How, what do you think? Yeah, his, I was on him early. What do you think how he his impact on the game was as far as the independent, as far as changing like what was going on with the game, as far as the artist taking control, like his whole uh business acumen about the game. How did you feel about that? To me, it was I, I felt like it was similar to my thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and just on a level because I ain't, I ain't I'm no nowhere near that level of a, of a business mind at mm-hmm, this point. Mm-hmm. But it was an artist mindset for him to say, "Well, nigga, I feel like my CD is worth a hundred dollars, right?" Or, "Well, I right, feel like my right. CD is worth a thousand dollars." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's that's some real that's artist thinking to where and that's you art. can't tell me what my CD is worth, right? Because my right. CD is worth what someone is willing to pay for. Right. So right. they willing to pay a thousand dollars, nigga, it's worth a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was that was the thing that kind of like had me like, you know, him him putting that out there mm-hmm. and his authenticity. Right. I feel right. like it's different. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's just it different. different. And and as he got better and better, mm-hmm. you don't really in 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 the course I I feel like I think mailbox money was the last like official like project and then mm-hmm. you get you know, his first album with mm-hmm. the Victory Lap, mm-hmm. but his leaps mm-hmm. just as an artist on each project was huge. Like huh? the leap, the mm-hmm. leap from Mailbox Money to the Victory Lap is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was huge. You, know what I mean? yeah, you, yeah. you can argue about what you feel like is the better project or what you like better, but mm-hmm. his ability to rap, the production, mm-hmm. what he's talking about, mm-hmm. every it's like he's going, he's jumping by leaps and bounds, and it's like 
that that like inspired me. And, and that's something that you don't see that often in the game to where right. it's like a reinvention, but it's still mm-hmm. the same him. Right. It you is. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was a different version of him. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely inspiration, man. Um, I know I'd hit you when, when he had passed and he was oh, like, yeah, so that's it was almost like you man. knew, like you, you knew, like I had to hurry up and kind of like get right, people, right. you know, a lot of people, you know, within our family now I said, the only reason they knew about him was because of you, you know? So, and that's crazy, man. And right, then look right. now, you in LA not, Like I just, I just felt, I felt that connection. Yeah. I felt that yeah, connection to yeah, him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was, but, but, but that's what a great artist does. You know, yeah, when, when they're great yeah, at what they yeah. do. You feel like you know him. You, you feel, feel like, like you know, you know what him, I mean. Yeah. It's somebody who, you know what I mean. You have all these these different similarities with, and it's it feel like someone who is speaking from your perspective of, mm-hmm. you know, these different things. Like, no matter what I've been through, no matter what I'm going through, mm-hmm. I'm going to change all of this. I'm mm-hmm. going to change how the game works. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He he already had that idea of like, mm-hmm. I don't care what the rules are now. Like nigga, I'm yeah. changing. Like this, y- y'all gonna play by my rules. Yeah, and he was uh, making that happen. He was making it he happen. Making yeah, that happen. yeah he, he really was. Yeah, he really was, man. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Nip, man. Definitely inspiration. Think everybody in the game, you know, uh, uh, inspiration. Facts. Um, what platforms yeah. can we uh, find your music on, man? What what when what ones do you prefer one over the other? Like as far as the platforms and everything. Um, no, I mean you know to each his own. Um, mm-hmm. Title. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mm-hmm. much anywhere where you can get music. Um, mm-hmm. I like Apple Music just because I have an iPhone. It, you know, it, it works, you know, pretty I like their interface. I, I just, yeah, yeah, I like how they stuff. Um, Spotify has great playlists. Tidal has great playlists, you mm-hmm. know. So I know everybody has their different preferences, you know, but mm-hmm. I try to keep up and try to, you know, make sure I keep the music everywhere. But Put them on I mean, YouTube, anywhere where you can where you can find music, you know, you should be able to find T-Rap. Okay, definitely. And how did you feel about when the game shifted from more like we're in this digital era now? Because like you was around when it was like the CD boys, when you had to have the physical joints. So how did you feel? It was like a gradual shift. But how do you feel about how we shifted into the the digital era like that? Um, I feel like it has its pros and cons. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It has its pros and cons. At at that time, of course, you know, the, the shift in music was Napster and all of them coming out. Right, right. To where it was like, nigga, they had to do, they had to make it digital. They, they really Napster, didn't have a choice. Napster could have been Apple Music if they were smart. Facts. Yeah, they, they could Facts. have. Been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they the one they, because they, they had, they had shit going so crazy that mm-hmm. the industry had to change. They, they had, had to. to figure out something else because it's like, if we don't make this music more easily accessible, mm-hmm. they're not they're not going to go buy the CDs no more. They're, they're going to just rip to, all yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah. I forgot who said it. Um, I can't remember. Somebody said people still want the music. They just don't want to pay for it. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And I'm right. like, man, that's crazy. But it, crazy. I think it was it was genius how uh, whether you subscribe to Apple Music and I got that and Spotify. I had title, but it's almost like you buying an album uh, a month. But you got unlimited right. music, you know, for nine ninety nine or four. But you got everything, so it's kind of like on that aspect of it, it's a great deal. You know right, what I mean? Right. But that's what I that's what I like is the access. Yeah, to the where access, yeah. you don't you don't have to go through that because because even like your air, like mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of my air was 
music was damn near like shoes, how shoes yeah. are now. Yeah. To where yeah. if you wasn't, if you didn't get to that store in time, you're not getting the CD. You're not like, getting you're it. Like you're not getting that, it. that whole, the whole idea of you missing out on a CD is over with. Yeah. That, that yeah. shit don't even exist yeah, no that's more. That's over it's with, like, yeah. It's on, yeah. at, it's, as soon as you, uh, 1159, mm -hmm. you know, the, 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 the album is on your phone. So mm -hmm. you don't have that, you know, people not, clamoring for music like and that was, was that was nostalgic too you know what i mean facts, that was, if facts. we take it back to nip that's what made the physical cd such something like no this is worth a hundred dollars it ain't the right. download boy but this is the physical boy that makes right. it it's a nostalgic to it you know exactly but uh and then you don't have to like even like from my era as far as djing when like even before like i mean the records was one thing but then when it went to the cds you carrying all these cds now right, everything right. is 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 on the hard drive. It's right on your phone, right? You know right. what I mean? Or on your it's phone. Right there. So it, that you know that that's that's just crazy, man. In itself, man. You know, definitely. So that's, yeah. So that's just like what you're saying. That's what I love about it is mm -hmm. any project, any album that even if I think of or mm -hmm. you put me on to something and say, you know, have you heard this album? Or mm -hmm. I can go right there and listen to it. You know, I don't have to try to find it. I don't have to try to go store to store looking for it. Mm -hmm. Any album of any era is always on the phone. It's on there. And then sometimes so I'm like surprised at what's on there. I'm like, man, they must have been working right. nonstop to digitize the whole mute, all the music stuff. I never even, I'm like, ain't no way this is on there. It's on there. You know what I mean? I'm right. like, stuff that man. came out on tape, came out right. on record. Right, it's all on the streaming yeah, side. Yeah, because everybody the, trying to get their spins. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember the tape. Do you think the artist still um, has like with the publishing? Do you think the digital part kind of took away from the, um, you know, like the the earnings of it? Like, do you think like and it shifted to where you got to kind of make money another way now or something like that? Do you think that kind of took yeah. away from it? I think so, definitely. But it's like you can look at it two ways because mm -hmm. when with the Napster era, mm -hmm. it's like it could have been a point to where niggas ain't making no money off music. Right. That could have that could have been the direction that it went it in. It could have murdered everything. Huh? Right. It could have just straight up killed it to where mm -hmm. you like the labels are going out of business. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, but on the flip side, uh it, it kind of can get to a point to where it's, you know, with the streaming sites and all of that, it's really pennies on a dollar. It's really yeah. Yeah. a fraction yeah. of a penny for a play. Right. right. So right. You gotta think about it like someone can hear your song enough times to learn mm -hmm. the words. Mm -hmm. and you ain't made a dollar yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy. If it was another, if it was another system, you would. But you're right. They listening to it every day or something. You're right. Running it like that. So yeah. If you're not a major artist, you're not like you know, because you can you can get your you know your couple of dollars, but mm -hmm. you gotta think like. People listening to your music thousands of times, mm -hmm. millions of times, and you, mm -hmm. you know that you getting a fraction of that. Because you got to think, it's very rare that you're getting the, the worth of a purchase because there's no reason to buy it. There's no reason to buy it. There's no reason even to that, buy it. I'm surprised that even like how Apple still has the buy option on the phone. I'm like, why would they even buy it if they can just? It's it's, it's crazy how it, how it just shifted like that, man. You know, the, the only the only. The only way someone's going out of out of their way to make a purchase mm -hmm. is to support the artist directly. They're really right. saying, "I want right. to support yeah. this artist." Yeah, to definitely support. You got people yeah. who they biggest fans of so and so. They not even thinking twice about buying a CD yeah. or buying yeah. a, a <laughs> yeah. single. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they supporting by pressing play. That's their right. support. Is, is right. pressing play on. Right. That that is nuts, man. That that's nuts, man. That's nuts. Um, what can we expect coming up from you, man? I know you you dropped the latest joint. Um. 
What was that that one joint with uh you was on the cover of? What was the last one? charismatic guy? The only way you smacking if she drunk a high. Hold on, call the FBI. Clamp and slash curse. Clamp, yeah, that that's crazy. That's crazy, man. So what can we expect from you, man? For like you know, for the rest of you, you just dropping the, some singles and stuff, which is they they they've been fired though too. You know what I mean? That kind of you know. Yeah, I'm um I'm I've been working on the on the project, so the project will be coming soon. You know, as soon as okay. like as soon as I get everything finished, mm-hmm. uh, I set a date for it. I'm gonna try okay. to get that out by the uh, before the year is out. Okay. But before then, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know keep dropping singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably drop like a little three pack, four pack song. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, just yeah, want to keep yeah, on putting yeah. out music. But yeah, that's gonna be the next thing. So, okay. yeah. make sure everybody you know follow me uh, at the Truth Rap. I'm gonna keep you know keep everybody updated and letting everybody know what's going on next. But mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be another project this year for sure. Okay, okay, definitely, man. And how do you feel about um, uh, the music industry and, and the pandemic? How do you how do you feel about that whole when this whole thing hit? It's tough. It's definitely tough just because you can't perform. Can't perform, yeah. And everything is so crowd based. Yeah. And then they take away, you know, everything is based on that. You know what I mean? Like I said, you can do your thing with the streaming, but even with the artists that's on, and for Mm -hmm. me, me also, that I don't I don't get the majority of my money off of music from streaming. That's not where it comes from. You know what I mean? That's like the that's a small part of the pie. Yeah, so not right, being able right. to do shows and, and shows connect to merch and all of those right, things. Right, so it's like, right. you know, it, it becomes a tough thing. It's, it was like a chain reaction. Like what? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, big touring on that type of level to where, you know, it hit my pockets like that, mm-hmm. but especially for the major artists and all of that, mm-hmm. it's like, that's that's where they make most of their money is doing. And then they shows, just so. snatched that rug from up under them, dude. That rap. was like the last thing. Yeah, that was just like. And that's man. and that's entertainment in general. Any type of entertainment where it's it's somebody paying to sit in the audience, mm-hmm. they took a hard hit. Yeah, yeah. Cat cats running out getting the OnlyFans page. I mean, like, hold on, you getting one too? You know what I mean? So, right. but that that that's nuts, man. You know how how that just we didn't nobody see it coming. You know what I mean? Didn't like didn't nobody see that. Right. Game, it was t- it was a tough, it was a tough time. It was a tough time for everybody. Yeah. But you know, yeah. someone who's making their money off of, you know, doing live shows, mm-hmm. that's that's tough. Yeah, yeah. Definitely gotta balance back, man. Um, speak on being um well, one more other thing. But what, what what about the inspired the um the Northtown University merch? I mean, I was feeling that, man. What what inspired that, man? Oh, yeah. Can we expect any more merch from you coming or what? Oh yeah, I got I got I got a lot of different things under the wing now. I'm just waiting, you know, wait, waiting to drop and waiting to premiere. I'm just getting everything together. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with a lot of different designers in the city, you know, doing okay. collabs and all that. So it's gonna yeah. be a lot of stuff coming soon. Mm-hmm. But it was um for me personally, I've been making Northtown stuff, I've been mm-hmm. making shirts and all that different things, but I would never really make it to sell. I would just mm-hmm. make it for myself. If I got a show or I'm, I'm, I got a photo shoot, I'll make different merchandise or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. But the whole university thing was just um, kind of seeing what what Northtown had had turned into as time went on. Right. Like, yeah. Kind of like kind of seeing it from my era mm-hmm. because I was like when when my part of the North was was still kind of fairly new, mm-hmm. and then getting to the point to where you know the city kept on getting built mm-hmm. on and built on mm-hmm. and it's going farther and farther north mm-hmm. and how big it had became mm-hmm. and how it like you know being from the north really is a a style it's really yeah, a right, right you know walk right. a certain way talk a certain mm-hmm. way 
certain kind of music, dress a certain mm-hmm, way. So, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was a, you know, a, a, I was a child of, of the Northtown University. Mm-hmm. I was a, a student. Product, uh, a student. Yeah, 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 a student. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I was. I, I came out of that, so mm-hmm. I kept thinking, what was a good way for me to put this? Kind of like to show, like we all like alumni. If you really, right, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like that type of energy. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I was thinking, kind of when I when I went that way, and, and the mm-hmm. city supported it. So I appreciate. Yeah, they did big big merch. time. Yeah, that was, that was, it sold out really, huh? It sold yeah, out. Yeah, I had to yeah. I had to restock it instantly. At first, I, I didn't know how it was gonna move, and yeah, but the first little you know little uh, little pack I copped, I I got rid of that in like mm-hmm. maybe a week, and then I was like, okay, this like I I see the draw for it. Yeah. And, I started making a lot, you know, different designs, more designs. So mm-hmm. um, that that's the thing now. And it was I, I simple and it, it was thing. clean. It was simple and right. it was clean though. Yeah, and it spoke to everything, man. It kind of incorporated like like your love for like basketball. Right, and right. Morph and all that, you know what I mean? But it, it was definitely, I, I like that, man. I think, you know, being a creative man, you just find different outlets to kind of, whether it be art, whether it be design, whether it be music, it's all kind of like, painting, stroking the brush, man, you know, so. Right, right. That's definitely been. That's kind of what I thought was just, I had the idea of like, um, you know, why why wear somebody else's brand? Why wear right. somebody else's, you know what I mean? Promoting somebody else's thing when everything can go back to the same umbrella to where mm-hmm. this is all, mm-hmm. this is all T-Rav, you know what I mean? Right, right, you promote, and spending the money, the money you spend to rock somebody else's stuff, I can be rocking my own stuff. Right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's huge, man. Definitely, man. So, man, um, anything else, man, you want the people to know before we get out of here, man? We're going to have all the links in the bottom, man, everything to follow his page, all the music, uh, links to the music and whatnot, um, the social media stuff. How important do you think um, uh, social media is in, the, in this day and age? Because, like, you can kind of, not in a, uh, you know, advantage way, but you can kind of leverage your following in a certain way. Because if you got... Right. You know, X amount of people that rock with you, then they more apt to you know buy your products or buy your you know music or support you and stuff. How 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 hard? I mean, how valuable do you think uh, a social media following is in this day and age? Uh, I think it's, it's I think it's everything now. Yeah. It's everything now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, of course, you know that the best thing is 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 a marriage between both worlds. Of, you know, the internet and reality. You know, really mm-hmm. being outside and really That's interacting true. with people and all that. Of course, mm-hmm. but with with the internet now. Uh, you you can see the rise and fall of a star without someone even leaving their career. You yeah, know what I mean? it's, yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's it's, um, it's 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 of course it it can be deceiving. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard because you got people faking numbers and right, people looking right, like you know right. they doing this or doing that or yeah, whatever the yeah. case. But that's just marketing promotion and in general, in general, you have yeah, a business yeah, selling yeah, something. Yeah. You know, there's no telling what's real and what's fake. So mm-hmm. it, it, it is it's, it's kind of difficult because people will look at you got a certain amount of followers and they'll instantly either respect it or disrespect it based mm-hmm. on that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Before yeah, that is true. See the product. Mm-hmm. But, but if you got a I genuine mean, base, they rock with you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's a good way to be able to, you know, talk to your following, you know, right. what I mean? interact with your following right. in an right. easy way, you know. You know, the era before this, everything was email blast and all mm-hmm. of that. And mm-hmm. now you got people who can just, you know, they can automatically see whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can so tap right in. It's, it's definitely can... important. Yeah. yeah, tap right in. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, because you got the YouTube channel. You got the, the Instagram. You got all the, right, all the right. platforms. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll put all them links out, man. 
Yep, absolutely. Okay, man, we're going to wrap it up. The streets of Vegas, man. Anything else you want the people to know? T Rab, man, man, nothing at all. I mean, uh, everything is is at the Truth Rab. If you're trying to find me any other social sites, mm -hmm. um, more content coming soon on everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting me. You know, thank mm -hmm. you to the city of Las Vegas, city mm -hmm. of North Las Vegas, mm -hmm. everybody who's been showing love over all of these years, mm -hmm. putting other people on. I, I just want to say I appreciate it. That's, yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. the most important thing. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you for having me for an interview. Like you said, absolutely, past do. You yeah, know, definitely a great interview. Yeah, definitely, man. We're getting getting it together, man. So y'all, y'all stay tuned for more of the truth rap, man. We're gonna sign off. The streets of Vegas. Peace. We out. Thank All right, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's at the underscore streets underscore of Vegas. Also follow us on YouTube. Search the Streets of Vegas for our YouTube video content. Peace. The Streets of Vegas Podcast.